Oh, hey everyone. Welcome to Soda with Sandy. And like actually someone was talking to me about it. Uh, they're like, dude, you actually call your podcast Soda with Sandy, but you don't give anybody soda. So I'm sorry, Rishika. Like, welcome to, to this podcast. <laughs> What's up? And Rishika's actually that's actually a cool water bottle. Wait, I think can I see that again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's dope. <laughs> We're going to pretend this is soda and we're going to pretend you're having soda instead of green tea. So we're all having soda. Today. We're all having soda. <laughs> yeah, and look, Rishika is a friend of mine from like school in India. And today we're mainly going to talk about our Bangalore experience. Both me and her grew up in the city. Were you born in the city? I wasn't. I wasn't either. Okay. But I'm, <laughs> I moved when I was one. So I've been here all my life pretty much for as long as I can remember. But I wasn't born here. But my parents lived in Bangalore before that. I, I was just born elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, then, but like you're born there in spirit though. So that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> so basically that's something that I wanted to talk about from a while. I was doing this podcast from almost nine months now and I'm surprised I haven't actually had like something specific to like the city I have like such a fond memory of and I grew up in so I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> Bangalore never leaves you, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fondest memory of the city? Honestly, everything but you know there was this yeah really everything but when I was younger and when I used to go to school, all my cousins, so four of my cousins, my sister and I, so it was literally the six of us going to the same school. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like all six of us went to the bus stop, boarded the bus every morning, went to the same school, lived in the same apartment. So yeah, I, I really feel like, and my grandmom used to live here. So I would just switch between like our house and like my grandparents' house, like just jump and then come back here and then go back there. So it was damn fun. Like all of, I, I really love Bangalore. So like I, I, I think everything about it. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Like to basically think about it, like there's so many cool memories from our own childhoods that we spent in those, like the streets of the city and like basically eating the food from there and, there's one thing I'll definitely tell you. Also, you uh, yeah, definitely. That's the first thing I basically eat when I come there, usually. Because like, you can eat it here, and it's really shitty, though. That's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indian food in America, like, outside, is usually shit. But, like, like if you go to, like, Masaldo, so, like, specifically, it's more like shit. I was actually in a different city i was actually visiting some friends like two weeks ago and there's this place called boxyard it's a it's a bar and it has boxes and boxes of each place have like different cuisines and different restaurants and one of it had like an indian thing and someone was like dude do you want to try it and i was like no because like indian food here sucks butchered indian food <laughs> i'm not gonna do this <laughs> mm-hmm. and i heard like indian food's only good outside india in london I don't know. I'm not sure. I should ask my sister about that. But yeah. yeah. Justin Bieber said that. <laughs> <laughs> Who will believe that when an Indian says that who's had authentic Indian food? Yeah, because someone asked <laughs> Justin Bieber. Where... Yeah. 
<laughs> just maybe it's a global force to reckon with them. <laughs> so when yeah. somebody actually has Indian food in India and then mm-hmm. goes and has it in London, yeah, then we'll believe it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So. what's something like that that's striking striking that when you think of like when you when suppose you hear the word like bangalore what's the first like idea or image that pops into your head i know like we're, we're doing this like a rapid fire and we'll move on to like a conversation in a little bit i honestly feel like bangalore is one of the most unique cities in india because i don't find as many like multicultural people in, in any other city as i do in Bangalore right mm-hmm. and i really feel like it's there's there's so many there's telugites there's kannadigas there's hindi speaking people and there's so many different languages so many different people from various different states across india obviously because like it's the it hub there are several people looking for work here and so many people just moved to bangalore and it's so so multicultural and in general as a city i feel like because of the fact that people come from various different places you know there's so many different approaches and there's so many different cultures to experience and everybody celebrates everybody fest everybody's festivals like their own and in in general i really feel like it's so it's it's almost like the whole of india in bangalore you know it's it's a city that holds the whole of india unlike many other cities in india do So yeah I I really feel like that's that's one of the most striking features of Bangalore. No I really see that because uh all like everybody in like any store there or anything used to speak like a multiple languages like Tamil, Telugu, usually South Indian languages but maybe yeah. a little bit of Hindi too but that's actually pretty cool that that's like it's kind of like Mumbai and Bangalore have that right. Yeah. in bangalore in a more like uh more of like an, i don't even know i've not been to mumbai so i can't tell what i'm like like i just heard about it so i'm not one to judge mumbai but i heard that's it <laughs> i want to say something basically that's weather. not the case <laughs> yeah. and bangalore's weather it's it's i feel like it's it's the most comforting weather you know there's there is no extremes it's not extremely cold it's not extremely hot it's it's that that middle ground you know that that weather that that's super comforting super cozy it's it's really nice you know it's it's neither too cold in the winters neither too hot in the summers no true true everyone like i remember even when i was there which is like 6 and 6 years ago and stuff people used to always talk about like 10 years ago it was better like that was just the thing right and probably right now people say like 5 years ago it was better 6 years ago it was better definitely i mean that, that's true i mean it it is the climate change again but i i remember when i was small it used to be way colder and honestly like how hot summers are now in bangalore it never was like this before but yeah it is what it is mm-hmm. it's still better than like a lot of other places so still a lot of other places definitely yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely like cooler than the place i'm at right now I think we hit around in like degree Celsius. We hit around fifties or fifty-five, fifties, like something. Yeah, it's That's like bad. even the even the outdoor pools kind of get warm. That's the only good part. It's like the outdoor pools get warm. Yeah. Um, like yeah, yeah. Do you swim at all or now? Not really. 
Mm-hmm. I so when I was in school, like before Chaitanya, so when I was in Ryan, mm-hmm. swimming was like a compulsory sport. Oh, so I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so we had swimming classes every week. So there was no getting away with that. We had to learn how to swim. Yeah. So yeah, back then, yes, but now no, not much. That's at least good that you learned swimming that early on. I learned swimming uh, after Chaitanya. I learned swimming when, right when I moved here, okay? And this is a very, like, funny story. It was me and literally kids who were learning how to, like, walk and speak at the same time in the same swimming class. It was amazing. <laughs> They were all learning how to walk and float at the same time, and so was I. Like, not not walking and speaking, but, like, floating. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me with dance class so um so i had actually joined dance class back when i was in 11th grade mm-hmm. and you know so i i taken science in my 11th and 12th and you know how tough that can be on you so we had college almost until like 5:30 every day right so i i really couldn't like get myself to make it to classes on times which is why i left and now finally in the lockdown is when like i really felt like you know i need to go back to dance classes and it was one of my friends from school who was teaching so i was like okay fine i really need to get back to dance classes and then now finally in the lockdown i think in march or yeah i think in march i joined dance classes oh and, <laughs> trust me I, I, yeah and it's it's almost like i'm the oldest one <laughs> i'm 20 and i'm the oldest one and everybody else and also because it's the beginners batch right mm-hmm. I know there's no like age to learning and everything, but it's so weird. Like I'm the oldest one in the class, and everybody's like five, six, ten, <laughs> learning the same thing as I am. So that happens to me with dance class. I I, I know that I know how that feels. And like my teacher, so the, I'm telling you, the, my teacher who teaches dance is literally my friend. So I'm learning from a twenty-year-old. My teacher's twenty. I am twenty, <laughs> and no. I have like a bunch of six, seven-year-olds in the class. <laughs> My thing was actually I was fifteen, they were fifteen. Everyone else was one or two. It was beautiful. <laughs> But like, what you're saying kind of reminds me of like how to swim at one or two. Yeah, they were like floating. They were on floaties. Yeah, they were on floaties. Yeah, yeah. It's a hype time, and like basically you're talking about like people growing older in your class and shit. That reminds me of like our talk about Shahrukh Khan on the back of my wall like here and how like basically like in Mehuna he shows up to his class and he's like the oldest person they think he's a, he's a teacher it's pretty hype yeah. yeah yeah and this is like if you guys usually when i'm doing a podcast i'm on the other side with like my star wars posters but since we're talking about mostly indian stuff i have like one Shahrukh Khan poster and i actually went to comic con in india okay And they gave me a a Shole poster too. I have that on the wall too. And Jungle Book is still so in India, so it's fine. I've been to like two Comic Cons so far, and honestly, every year, my sister and I decide to cosplay, but it never works. Like never. We just end up going like just as visitors. But yeah, every year we're like, oh, okay, fine. This year didn't work out. Next year we're really gonna cosplay. We're gonna Jolly prep our outfits up, like you know, a month in prior, and jolly dress up. Well, <laughs> never happens. What is an outfit that you have in mind usually? Like I don't know. We've had such varied outfits. I don't. My sister, honestly, and I, we always thought I don't know why, but I'd go as Catwoman. But yeah, that was uh, the eleventh grader in me, really excited about being Catwoman. But 
20 year old me wouldn't <laughs> Twenty no, year old people can go as Catwoman too. I like I like dressing up as Spider Man as a child and like for Halloween, even in college for a couple like Halloween stuff, I went as like Spider Man because like it's it's easy, I guess. <laughs> it's like a onesie you can wear and pretty much wear like red Converse. <laughs> yeah. And Spider Man in general is such a like. I've seen so many people dress up as Spider Man. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. at least in like the halloween parties that i went to no one dressed up as spider man so that was only something your day lucky day possibly <laughs> coming back to bangalore what what's the other like Wait, cool yeah it's it's do it's dope it's pretty much like a fluid conversation oh What's like something else that we can think of about like Bangalore and it's like, oh, uh, I love like the parks there for sure. Like you know, like there's so many like walking parks and they were like, like literally, just like places in between neighborhoods where people can just go and walk. And there was like so many trees and stuff. Especially we both lived in the northern part of Bangalore, not the southern part that was recently built up or something. Like usually most of like the new constructions, right? And there's a one thing I don't like about Bangalore. It's like big skyscrapers are just like, uh, like a nah. What do you think of big skyscrapers? <laughs> like they're like killing the vibe. <laughs> Could be, but I don't know. I feel like at this point it's become almost a necessity with the kind of like population height that we have. I think it's undeniable at this point. <laughs> yeah. True. True. It's just like humanity is causing itself issues, <laughs> and it's kind of yeah. Always do. Yes, so, yeah, that's true. That's true. No, yeah, you tell like, me you know how Bangalore. What your idea of Bangalore when you lived here like six years ago, and I'll tell you how that's how it's changed or how it's different now. Yeah, no, that's actually a cool thing, and I like basically your answers and everything made me think like, oh yeah, you're thinking about like. There's like more culturally acceptable stuff, and like that's more of like the thing that like a twenty-year-old or someone older would think. But when I think of Bangalore, I think of like the childish thing, right? Because I grew up there. It's like all of the nostalgia part of it, like me just playing with my friends and just like vibing there and going like shopping with my parents and like all of that kind of stuff. So I would say I like like some of the really really dope like shopping spots. Um. I really am big on big in shopping and like I'm big into shopping. I don't know why I couldn't like come up to words. <laughs> High five! <laughs> I like buy so much stuff. It's like I love consumerism. Major shopaholic. My entire family runs in my family. Like I think when I had money, like last summer, I used to like literally like buy stuff every week. Yeah, and then I ran out of money. It's like I was still getting my. You know my monthly allowance, despite it being a lockdown for no reason. My mom is like, you know what, save up, get yourself something. But trust me, the amount of shopping I've done every month in the last one year, just because I had no other expenses, 
every day there's like a parcel coming and and nobody even calls me anymore because all the sites i order from knows where my house is know where they have to come drop it off nobody even calls me you know like they just come knock and like oh yeah we know your house <laughs> and my dad is like why are there so many parcels every day i'm like dude see i really don't have anywhere else to spend my money i'm not going out i can't really order a lot of food how much food will i even have i don't have any expenses like how i generally have if i were going to college and all that money is gone in shopping and my mom is like i expected you to save i'm like hmm okay <laughs> i actually like my thing was more bizarre because i made proper money for the first time ever in my life in the lockdown so my internship like touch with it did not go away my mom touch with it for happened in the past but like <laughs> it happened like my like, i had my internship last summer and like i was i was getting like proper cash from it and usually i thought i'll basically go like like basically out to eat or some stuff like that or just like i don't even have gas money because my car like this like i'm not even feeling gas that much because gas prices dropped in the lockdown so like i literally just went and like kept like buying stuff i like literally used to be on like every week i used to basically get on like a laptop and be like oh yeah this is, this is all the stuff i need that is right just keep buying and like yeah and then slowly i got into stocks <laughs> yeah the, all my friends like were shopping so much there was this point where like all of us on the group were like to just we need to stop each other from shopping so much you know look at like look at how bad the lululemon stocks went up like i'm not even kidding usually the retail shit went down but like lululemon just like skyrocketed yeah and like a lot like uh, like things just skyrocketed and like basically and then i got into stocks and i just put some money in and i don't know like basically there was like some blessing on my side this year in some way and i said even that went up so i shopped even more <laughs> yeah you were the only spider man in the room the blessing was always on your side i guess <laughs> <laughs> let's hope it stays that way yes yeah and like in bangalore the shopping scene was like uh you know that like the ng road uh what's the other road next mm-hmm. to it commercial street yes that's the one Uh, and we should go there church street church street is not for shopping though it's it's it's, it's more of a like uh, resto pubs but yeah yeah i shopping. was like a child when i was there i went even to like that social area once again that's basically that's, that's just like a sob story i'll talk to you about after this like recording is done but that isn't like yeah but like uh i went i i only like i was a child when i was there so like i'd not go to that side of the city but you know that like commercial street and zero area and i used to be to go shopping and there was like um like honestly one other thing i really miss about bangalore is the street food there oh uh, yes because now i can't even like i can go shopping there i can do everything else but i can't eat the street food because i get the street food we some of the other person will be like no dude you'll get sick right now <laughs> and like and getting sick is the worst when you're traveling the next day if we sit in like literally just like puke the entire oh, trust day the amount of street food as indians eat our immunity is at its peaks you can eat anything at this point you know yeah yeah no that's like that's another thing i really miss about bangalore like i really like the the charts that they made on that street and everything and the that was pretty fire and everything that's possibly one of the things and i would say like hanging out with my neighborhood friends was a dope thing in like my bangalore experience because mm. i don't even remember how to hold a cricket bat right now 
even then i did not try to play i tried to basically chill with them and whenever i was not talking i like played in like between and just like finished my thing and just like continued to talk after yeah but i would say those are my two main things like shopping around the city and playing with my neighborhood friends around the place and just like going out with them just like hmm what according to you has changed like have you visited bangalore recently any time uh um, last was- time i came was december 2019 i guess i was just there for 3 hmm. days and it's kind of sad but like i really felt like yeah like i really felt like i was kind of like an outsider under the place because i kind of okay. got adjusted to the thing here and i was i was in this bizarre space where i don't even know what is like home anymore kind of mean <laughs> okay yeah that is like a deep concept <laughs> yeah so what did you think like like on the surface level what do you think is mm-hmm. like had changed when you visited last from when mm-hmm. for, from when how it was like you know back when I you were here experiences like, as a child like it's like i realized my childhood is done like i'll be honest that's exactly the first feeling that came up it just hits you dude it just hits you mm-hmm. yeah because every one of my friends was like a grown up and they were like like i saw some people i knew from like different schools that i went to there but also i saw people who i like grew up with and they were all like working and they were like making money and they were like actually like like they were not like children anymore and then i realized i was not a child anymore and that shit was insane and But I, so I, huh? I, I wouldn't, we all look so different now. I bet I wouldn't be able to recognize like half the people from school. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah we were such, we, we were kids. We were so small. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I was 12 or 13. <laughs> like back when we were in school together. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was like, 12. Yeah. Yeah, I re- I think it was 2012ish so yeah yeah like 12 13 years old yeah remember I'm 2000 born so I'm just going to go by the year mm-hmm. <laughs> I was 12 2012 I was 99 in November so like I turn only like uh the year like off like right now it's 2021 I'm 21 yeah so yeah mm-hmm. and yeah like I I finished the Bangalore trip with eating like myself those are though and i was really like hungover so it was beautiful <laughs> yeah. everything gets better when you're hungover i don't think it was good because the i was feeling a plain hungover shit and like i was i was drinking thumbs up on a plane i was hungover shit i was going to have bad and i was like oh. <laughs> like i was just like dying so, honestly the drink was a great choice <laughs> I would say so because you can't get that here, you know. Like it's like it's honestly like yeah, you see all your like favorite movie stars endorsing it, and you're like honestly, you gotta give like Mahesh Babu is doing it. So you were having your own little soda with Sandy on the plane. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So what about you? Like how does how do you think your experience with like Bangalore as a city as a concept changed over? Like you're multiple years of living there because you grew up there. You no. like. See, honestly, that's that's actually one thing. You know, when you're constantly in a place, I don't know. I I don't think you notice the changes as much. 
than when you actually get away from it and then like you know you come back after a while and you're like oh this has changed but i think like since i've been here all my life right like i haven't moved at all in between so i feel like i see the changes like slightly lesser i wouldn't say there have been no changes i just say that you know i notice them a lot lesser because i'm not new to the place or i'm not coming back after a while or you know i've just been here a lot but what has changed really i i really feel like it's just the honestly like yeah like we were talking like it's there there used to be way like way more greenery back then a lot of parks and a lot of like you know gardens and stuff but yeah it's it's the skyscrapers are really taking over now for sure yeah yeah apart from like- that nothing much has changed in fact i now that we were talking about how like there's always been so many like people from all over india i feel like now it's getting like more i feel like there's a lot of migrants now Oh, okay. I thought yeah. that were red Because, news actually for some reason. No, it hasn't. Honestly, even in like my college right now, I feel like a good like in my class alone, I think just twenty to I I'd say a thirty percent of us are local localites, and seventy percent of them are from like different places and are like in the hostels and stuff. Just thirty percent of us are like Bangaloreans who've been in Bangalore. That's yeah, so I, I diversity. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of diversity. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, like not just my class, like my entire like law school, in all, there's way more like students from outside Bangalore than like actual Bangaloreans. Oh. That's that's actually a very interesting thing, and and since you actually brought up your college, like I do have to mention, like, like you got an MS from my college, right, and like. I literally yeah. used to wake up every morning and, and my mom used to give me like milk after waking up and like sometimes the milk was like hot and I can't drink hot milk so I'm like literally just mm-hmm. staring at the cup and like there's like the smoke that comes up because Bangalore used to be colder back then and there's like the fogs and everything and like you see like the yeah. steam rising from your cup and I could actually see your college's logo from my house like on like the balcony and like now there's like skyscrapers blocking it it like summarizes like yeah. the cold it summarizes everything and it summarizes yeah. going up and <laughs> yeah it's pretty strong but also like you asked me i just talked about my experience in the city what i thought it ch- changed about the city by itself mm-hmm. i would say you notice a lot of things you don't notice when you live there when you come after a while uh, yeah exactly a lot of people might think this is kind of like a dumb thing or like a douchey thing or whatever to say but like honestly you have to say it but i just felt like there's a lot of people in general like as in like it's like it's crazy amount like how many people are there and if you stand on the road i can't cross the road in bangalore yeah, i can't there's way people yeah no i someone has to catch my hand and cross the road i can't cross it on my own i'm not even kidding this is not even a joke yeah indian road crossing the road is pretty much your own temple run yeah like i like i think basically if any of my friends listen to this they'll be like that's an that's probably the one honest thing that he said like throughout his like uh, entire thing because <laughs> that's actually something that's that as real yeah i can't cross roads 
but also i would say the traffic's gotten bad or was it always like that i don't know but this not the greatest it's uh, the worst in india right now have you seen yeah. the number of traffic memes that are made on bangalore right now <laughs> you've got to check them out this all memes about bangalore are about its traffic because dear lord it takes you bazillion years to get from one place to another it's mm-hmm. so bad the traffic yeah the traffic is really bad and i just feel like us because like you know there's been so much like development in you know people it's almost like nobody has just you know one car anymore or believe in the idea of like carpooling it's almost like each house like everybody's taking different directions and like different cars and oh my god like so traffic is really bad now yeah and another major change i've noticed is you kind of realize that bangalore kids are a little try hard to say like the monotonous because <laughs> i say that okay, <laughs> i do have like right behind me i have like a avengers poster okay and like i think last week you told me what avengers movie i watched my god i watched avengers like age of ultron and that's like 5 6 years ago and when i went to the movie theater it was two of my friends it was like my school before chaitanya these two kids i knew from there and they lived near my house and the three of us went there the movies and we saw a bunch of like high school kids or like i don't know what school kids <laughs> just show up there and they had a more american accent than like white people who i met in america <laughs> and possibly they haven't like crossed the bangalore like area thingy i don't know bangalore tries to be as westernized as it can and like it's the opposite of texas if you if you meet anybody from texas right they all try to be as indian as they can and they live here all their life bangalore's the exact opposite I feel, like, i feel like that's how it is it's it's almost like you always want to be something that you're not you're not like with a yeah. deep philosophical it's, it's with everything you know it's I, i think it's just human tendency to want something you don't have mm-hmm. and you know to be something you're really not mm-hmm. uh, but that way i feel like it's with everybody mm-hmm. see as yeah. much as see as much as we enjoy western food in general like you know you you ideally don't give like indian food that kind of like oh my god it's indian food but people outside would go like oh indian food you know mm-hmm. no yeah, yeah yeah and that's no. that's how it is as with western food so i just feel like it's just human tendency to want something you don't have no. or be something you're not no fair enough fair no. enough Sorry. <laughs> I do not <laughs> No, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's just like basically possible like it's also probably like the entire culture of like the IT industry that's there in Bangalore and how like a lot of people go on like all the VR like travel across and like their parents travel and all of those things probably all of those things add up and like they have like some sort of like more western influence than like another city most yeah, other cities too yeah. yeah at least on like a day to day like on a, a for a regular person i'm not even talking like someone can be like yeah in mumbai like literally like they'll be like yeah somebody who has like some bollywood like kids son or something they we're not even talking about that level we're talking about regular people <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah so what are, what are some like do you actually 
actually one of the things that like ticked for me recently was i watched this one film okay uh i don't know mm-hmm. if you are that familiar with like other language movies and stuff like that like in india itself but uh there's like this malayalam film called bangladesh that i watched and like that's the time when i was like oh yeah like bangladesh yeah, actually that's really the like first, that's the first malayalam movie anybody watches like the moment somebody says i watch malayalam movies and we're like Bangladesh because that's literally the first movie to even venture into like Malayalam movies it's a classic <laughs> yeah and that movie captures the essence of Bangalore pretty well because i think that's a city that has a lot of like the biker culture because i know some kids who do that and it has like people who come for it jobs and like all of that and there's some sort of like excitement about like a big city in it and that's like something that like the thing captures pretty well i think yeah yeah True. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like Bangalore is so like multifaceted, and you know, there's so many cultures. There's so much diversity. There's so much acceptance. And obviously, I mean, if people here didn't accept others, like even living here, ideally, even you and I wouldn't be as comfortable in Bangalore because technically, we're not like Bangaloreans as such. Yeah. Yeah. I, Yeah so yeah i feel like you know there's there's so much acceptance here with regard to like people from various like places in india coming and living here yeah so in general i i, I really feel like bangalore's pretty forward that way that's pretty happy yeah like that's true yeah and actually i wanted to ask you this like um so after like you turn like after high school and everything you get into like the actual city part of it because before that you're kind of in your own space mainly you're still a child you can't go out that much you can't do any of that so i left around that space so i did not actually experience the city to its fullest and i was like yeah, talking to another friend of mine and he came from a different city in america to my city here and i'm actually going to see him pretty soon in his place and i was asking him about places that he knows there and he did not know too much and it's dallas by the way and he did not know too many like cool spots in dallas because he was like bro like i live most of my the, like the time where you actually go out and experience stuff in like arizona yeah. because he was here for college so i wasn't there for that part of bangalore and i wasn't there for even the before part of life in the 12th grade Donishi, Which you should actually watch. <laughs> possibly, yeah. Or I forgot. Like, so you can possibly tell us and like tell me and like everyone else on this. Like, how what is like Bangalore like for someone after that age? No, and, like, basically the prime time of enjoyment. Quite, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really feel like Bangalore is quite huge on its nightlife. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. no. Yeah, as not as I wouldn't say as much as Mumbai, but. Yeah, I mean Bangalore does have like way 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 too many young people that want to party every Saturday night. <laughs> I wouldn't deny that that, that it, it it is quite huge on its like nightlife. Like I'd say even church tree that you were talking about mm-hmm. back when you were saying that you went to socials it was a big deal and then there was this spike in like church street like say when I was in 11th and 12th and then now it's dropped again now it's that this the, the whole hype is about indranagar because there's so many places to like party or even like just dine in and really beautiful beautiful places like the number of restaurants that have come in indranagar the number of resto pubs that are in indranagar beautiful the ambience it's it's all gone like 
I don't know, many, many notches higher than how it was back when we were younger, you know, like this, this whole idea of like having a great aesthetic and ambience is, you know, really like come over in Bangalore, like in the past few years. You know, now actually I do want to visit and just experience the city or what it's like right now. Because to be I mean, a 21 year old in Bangalore, yes, it's yeah. fun. It's real <laughs> no, that that actually be cool, yeah. So, what is like university like, and what's like? How does all of that stuff play into like the role of the city in like of you being a university student in the city of Bangalore and everything like that? It's 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 pretty chill, I'd say. You know, I wouldn't say it's extremely lenient on you or extremely like you know chill on you. But at the same time, it's not like school, you know. You're here to make your own decisions. You're old enough to make your own decisions. I mean, if you've chosen your career, you might as well know how to deal with your college life, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, it. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say it's completely like, you know, you do what you want, and we as like teachers do what we want. It's it's not there fully. Like they are monitoring you. They you are sl- slightly under their control. But at the same time. it's it's very different from school i'd say i mean as much as they'd say you know go to college you really have fun it's it's true honestly yeah you you get to college you you actually have a lot of fun because you're at the discretion to like you know bunk when you want to and do what you want to attend classes that you wish to and you know it's ultimately it's your responsibility to like maintain your attendance you're old enough to do that you don't need a teacher nagging you and saying you know <laughs> attend you need attend yeah i mean it's your choice so yeah i i feel like certainly yeah, it's it's quite chill college is quite chill mm-hmm. but the the if you see the system aspect of it i'd say it's very different from like how it's there at least for like the perception i have of universities there mm-hmm. um you know because there's there's like these set subjects and the set you know um i would say like this much syllabus to cover you're not a, a choice to there's not a lot of like choice between what subjects you can pick it's all already like you know formulated for you and you just study that that way yeah i feel like you know there's a lot of like predetermined like education that's like going to be given to you like in a systematic manner i feel like it's not like that there right you i mean you are definitely at your choice to like pick what yeah. you want to do and stuff like that yeah but there's like a core syllabus that one has to follow and there's like a core classes and yeah. there's like prereqs and everything like that suppose my mm-hmm. things are computer science and I'm business so those are the things i have to get like all my courses done and after that i can do whatever the hell i want and also there's like the minor system you can actually take like a, a minor in like a different thing like I had a minor in film for some time. I dropped that and did a minor in something else. And you get to like choose other classes that you're interested in. I took a salsa class. I see you talked about dancing. Dancing something that really opens your headspace up. And like, um, as a as a person who's studying engineering in India, I don't think you get to like take salsa class in engineering school there. But you kind of do get to do it here. So that's like something like, it's just I think it's part of like lesser people overall and just like all of that stuff goes in with it, right? <laughs> Yeah. See, that's different here, no? Like, I'll tell you honestly. Um, 
you know sports and co-curriculars that are non-academic in nature like you know anything like sports or swimming or dancing or singing or or playing an instrument for that matter i feel like all of these really are like given more importance when you're in school than when you're in college at least here in india i feel like once you get to college i don't know nobody really gives a shit about which is kind of sad actually i mean i really feel like i i see how much importance like anything for that matter like like a team sport say soccer for that matter the the amount of like you know importance it gets in colleges outside and you know how people really if they excel in sports it really gets them into better universities later and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i there's very little like scope of that here in india like once you get to college nobody gives a shit about like sports or any other extracurriculars like non academic ones i'd say you know it's it's just you want to do it you have the interest in it you do it but ideally if you're like a really great professional dancer people are not even going to give two shits if it's in your cv here in india but mm-hmm. if you're building and but these academic co curriculars yes they're really important in colleges here but not like stuff like sports and stuff but again if you're ideally wanting to do masters abroad eventually but it's it's this holistic like thing that people see outside but in india all of this is not given that much preference really like okay, okay this like i have a small thing holistic thing yeah. okay what i've observed in an essence was whatever people say about getting into universities abroad are like getting into universities here sports and everything plays a factor if you're like excelling in it okay if you're like yeah, really that's what i'm saying but if you're like mediocre in it it does not help you mm-hmm. like that's the one thing that sticks around no matter what country you're at like the the numbers that you get like honestly your gpas and everything matter way more like in any country that's something i realized after getting here like, everyone yeah, like that there but i feel like the kind of importance that's given to numbers in general in india is on a, a way higher level higher. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. then there you know it's, it's all about numbers here it's, it's really just about how much you're scoring you know but i feel like there's so much more to college than just excelling in your academics there's so many even now like i mean depending on your course there are so many like apart from like that there are so many academic like you know clubs and societies that you need to be a part of really need to do well like say for us um like in law school we have a mooting society we have a debate society because ideally these are things that are going to help us be better lawyers in the future so all of these play a really important role i wouldn't say no like you know we have regular meetings we everybody's like you know trying to do stuff and participate and a lot of other like academic you know co curriculars these are given quite a lot of importance i i wouldn't deny that but the value that numbers have in india is just never going to diminish like everybody's just looking for numbers mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Like I completely feel. I think that's how it's been. Like when you were in school as well. I mean, that's nothing yeah. specific to college. I feel like since you just bought up in a yeah. way, just excel and get good marks and great ranks in India. I mm. think that's that's just the way it nurtures mm. you. Like all Indian parents do that. No, no, that's like kind of a thing. It's just like yeah, do well in school and then do whatever you want. It's kind of like a thing. And then <laughs> just get through get through tenth grade. Life is sorted. Oh, just mm-hmm. get through twelfth grade. Life is sorted. No, just get through college. Life is sorted. This is this is just a never-ending cycle. 
Yeah, but I really think like college kind of be like she's gonna figure out one's career in college. I think that could be like the end of that cycle because finally, like I think I kind of like do agree with it in a way because suppose like some passions, something like sports. Okay, I have a friend who's like a, like I have like a lot of friends who are like really really good in sports, but they've a lot of them have had like career-ending injuries, and that's not like a super bankable thing. I went to drama school here, and I have friends who went off to LA to become like actors, directors, like people in like the, that industry. And yeah, I don't think anyone made it. I don't think anyone made it. So, uh, like, you need to have like, some sort of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like that's actually true. It's just like it's a very hard industry to break, and like it's just like how it rolls, right? And you need like some kind of money through it. Competition is so high. Mm-hmm. yeah like the competition is so so high like the number of people even in india for that matter why do you think like mumbai is called the city of dreams you know pretty much bollywood yeah. yeah the number of people that you know want to get into acting or even anything related to like the film industry is too 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 high mm mm-hmm. yeah and everyone thinks that they're going to be like the next big thing but yeah. like but like only one or two can in a generation not even like in a thing it's just a, a generation one or two can get there so that's just like a sad thing <laughs> like people are... what were you saying sorry can you can continue that word. people are almost giving like i don't know a good five six auditions every day just to get like the smallest of commercial for that matter you know that's that's how high the competition is and i i really also believe like you know that industry is kind of ruthless it's like you make it you make it we don't really give a shit <laughs> yeah you know that's true it's yeah. like i see my mom like my friend's mom was making uh a web series in like a noted ott platform in india and she was producing it and uh like for something they were just talking about how many auditions came or something and they were telling me like for just like literally there were like 7000 yeah yeah and that's not even for a movie or just like but this is yeah. the lead roles but that was 7000 and there's like five yeah. lead roles yeah that's kind of that's whack yeah, yeah. competitions really high and even if you get a hit like tv show or a hit film there's no guarantee that you get another one because you got to have like everything in the right place at the right time and just yeah but but i think that's how the entertainment business works out there's an even like tom cruise leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt have been the biggest stars in like america also for the past like 40 50 years like not for like around yeah but that's how it is you're years. a superstar you stay up for really yeah. long yeah and i don't think anyone else has come through maybe like the avengers a little bit but like yeah <laughs> it's been the same there too with salman sharuk uh, why we say sharuk khan's a legend <laughs> yeah sharuk khan yeah he's been like, yeah, for so long yeah he's been like he's been big for so long i really really hope he comes back with a good film though like in all honesty <laughs> because i watched I like jab hai he still has that kind of fan base and the fact that he's still doing movies as a lead actor when he's almost hitting his 60 <laughs> is a big deal 
it can yeah it is it definitely is yeah but like and i bet yeah, he like, when he was 20 25 mm-hmm. he started like yeah, yeah he usually start off pretty early but amitabh bachchan's going at it still like it's like yeah he's just like he's just like knocking everything out yeah sharuk does have like a pretty recent like like i don't know exactly if that's just like buzz but he has like the patan thing coming out with uh, yashraj right and they're going like high scale for it so let's let's see if that works out <laughs> yeah hope it does i recently tried to watch his new film while i was doing my assignment when my exam season was going on the jab hari mm-hmm. met sejal thing and it was kind of painful to watch our man like actually like not do that great and like because he was fine but the movie was yeah the movie was yeah. i mean it was a while back i think hari mm-hmm. met sejal i think came out i think about 2 years ago Possibly. yeah i think 2 years ago Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that great. It was a pretty decentish film. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back to Bangalore, what's a thing that like you would definitely like someone who's visiting for the first time, or someone like me who's coming back after a long time? What's something you would definitely ask them to do? Like because we don't know, we can continue talking, but we'll close the podcast thing because it's like we don't want our listeners to go more than one hour. So, what's like the final thing about Bangalore you want to share with like anybody? I'm sorry, this coming? was this might hmm? sound super super silly, but this was the first thing that came to my mind. So, there's Corner House in Bangalore, which is um, so it's it's, it's like an ice cream parlor, and is <laughs> the most unique thing about bangalore because corner house has many many branches and franchises in bangalore but they'll never you know they they do not want to ever expand outside of bangalore so it's something so personal and authentic to bangalore and their depth by chocolate dear lord it's it's like a god sent dessert it's that good <laughs> i swear it's so so good so you're not going to get that anywhere except bangalore so that's that's one thing you've got to have i i we, we it's just we always circle down to food and i i really feel like that's one thing every in fact i know so many people that get their friends from outside and the first thing they do is you've got to try corner house because it's it's that good so i feel like that's one thing everybody needs to try when they hear the death by chocolate ice cream in corner house Yeah, because you're not gonna get it anywhere else except Bangalore. No, yeah, that's something even I should try again because I think I've only had it like once or twice, and like that's near yeah. your college, right? It's like down the street because that's so a- long. You know, they've been around for years and years now, but the hype around that place has just not reduced. I honestly feel like it just keeps increasing every year. As in, when new people come to Bangalore, they just love that place a little more. Is that like ice cream? Like, is that ice cream street still intact? By the way, like I remember, I lived right there, right? I lived like, uh, literally on that street, and I just cross, and I know your college right there, and uh, the street where all the ice cream parlors are. Yeah, eighty feet. Eighty feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. there are so many restaurants now. The, the Scone House there, right? The Scone House. Yeah, there. the Scone House. There's like the Naturals was there when I was when I was there. There was the Naturals was there. Polar bear multi- there. Yes, there was like literally every ice cream place was there. Yeah, but honestly, now that place has everything. Like you can, 
you you have enough places to have go out on for like a breakfast date you can go out for lunch you can go out for dinner it that whole entire 80 feet is just restaurants now it's really yeah. good yeah i just have to step out of college to gain a few pounds no nah, no nah. and just to no, I, i think i i really like that place and like actually my like parents were talking about like oh yeah like do you think do you think we'll ever go back do you think we need to have the house there i was like nah ma like honestly like sell whatever you want don't sell that place because i like that street like everything <laughs> yeah you know i was like literally right there <laughs> like literally all of this stuff That's is true. there and it's it's really cool how like when we first moved there or something my mom was telling me i don't remember obviously i don't remember what happened like 3 years ago but how i remember something that happened like like not like yeah <laughs> i was like one or something but like there was nothing on that street like there was literally like nothing thing msr my college is like the only thing and i actually did go to like a school that was run by the msr my people before chetanya yeah i think it is really huge now so yeah there are way 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 too many places now to like chill at and visit so many good places even like um so there's this really famous like bakehouse called glens which is in laval road and indranagar and stuff brilliant for their desserts their red velvet cupcakes and the pizzas so good so they just literally just opening a new one on bell road so that will be the closest one ideally because for like people living on this side of bangalore to go that side is slightly far so now there's a new one opening in bell road so yeah there's way too many places in bell road now no that's pretty hype you actually gave me a suggestion that's really close to bear like um, i'll probably like when i come to bangalore i usually go near my house so like that's easy that i can go to con house and see that and i did that so like now we have a 15 day lockdown um uh, which just started on i think the 28th yesterday yeah so a day before that <laughs> i just went out and i had con house just because i was going to stay home for 15 days <laughs> because i just had to <laughs> I just had to have one last time for like the next fifteen days. I literally went and had con house because I'm like, oh, fifteen days lockdown. I need to go have ice cream now. That's a very powerful <laughs> thing to do. Honestly, yeah. huge respect. Yeah, it's nice to back now. Like, she craves it so much. Every time I'm out, she's like, get me con house, get me con house. Even when she stays here for a few months, like, she, I, I bet she has like the con house DVC a good like three, four times for sure. <laughs> So that's one thing everybody needs to try when you come to Bangalore. Do not miss out on that. Yeah. No, that's definitely something. I really hope one like to end this yeah. off. Like I really have to like basically since we brought up Corona, let's hope like Bangalore's like old glory comes back with like after like Corona thing goes away and everybody's safe and everything because shit like seems scary. Like literally like everything seems damn scary right now. So I hope everyone is safe and everything and everyone's doing yeah, fine. Yeah. gotten so bad in india mm-hmm. yeah yeah we can continue our conversation but without the recording like thank you guys for listening in and like yeah thank you rishika for being on it thank you thank you for having me for sure thank you for being on <laughs> <laughs>